0: No Gray Zone podcast is a frank and honest conversation on topics related to sexual abuse, harassment, child exploitation, and domestic and workplace violence. The opinions are our own, based on years of experience as special victims' prosecutors. Any study, book, or product we mention is based on our own review and are not sponsored. Listener discretion is advised. I'm just good at caring too much. Just good at caring too much. Is it too much to ask that you we all mine? I never was good at sharing. I'm just good at caring too much. Welcome back. I'm Catherine Marsh.
1: And I'm Melissa Hotmire, and this is No Gray Zone Podcast.
0: We are moms,
1: prosecutors, and the owners of Right Response Consulting. Today, we're going to talk about drug-facilitated sexual assault, or in layman's terms, sex, when the other party is too intoxicated to be able to consent.
0: As prosecutors, we know that 50% of sexual assaults nationwide involve alcohol, and 80% of sexual assaults involve someone the victim knows.
1: And so what that means is that our general understanding of sexual assault, you know, the scary guy in the bushes, just doesn't really pan out. Most sexual assaults occur because an individual could not give consent.
0: And in our first episode, we talked about consent education and why it's important. And this episode ties into that. When kids understand consent, they know they should not have sex with someone who has had too much to drink.
1: And now there's two kinds of incapacitation. You know, one is the one that we think about. You know, one focuses on when individuals drug their victims, right? That's the scary one, the roofies. Uh, this This is why we tell our friends not to take a drink from a stranger or not to walk away from our drinks. And, you know, as moms, it's something we'll tell our kids when they're older.
0: I've even told my children now when they go anywhere, once you put a drink down, you never pick it back up. It's just a good habit to get into. And products like Slip Chip... And Saber Drink Tests provide customers with instant and portable tests for roofies. The typical drug you think of when you think of incapacitation. And while these are great tools, they're not a hundred percent and they don't test for every possible drug.
1: That's right. And roofies are not the only drugs that people use to incapacitate victims. But Um, these are important tools and tips. And there are definitely predators out there. We've both prosecuted them who are purposefully drugging women and men in order to sexually assault them. I mean, we've had lots of cases that involve that.
0: Absolutely. And being cognizant when you drink is important. But there's also a second kind of alcohol or drug-facilitated sexual assault. And that's the self-induced incapacitation. Or when the victim drinks or does drugs and becomes Unconscious or so impaired that they are unable to give consent.
1: Yeah, and this is what we see and hear about on college campuses. And it's actually the subject of a fascinating book I just read, Sexual Citizens, about sexual assault on campus. Uh, The book focuses on Columbia University, but the findings, the findings of the two authors, I think are really universal that the vast majority of sexual assaults occur on campus when victims and sometimes perpetrators are drinking or are drinking too much. That's absolutely
0: correct. In fact, the most recent survey conducted by the Association of American Universities that was done in just 2019 pulled 181,000 college students from 33 large universities. And this survey found that one in four women had suffered some form of sexual assault while in college. It's about 26%. And in fact, this is an increase of a couple of percentage points from the last major survey that was done in 2015. Men increased to 7% had suffered some form of sexual assault while in college. And transgender and non-binary students stayed about the same, but at a really high 23%. And we know a large majority of these assaults are due to incapacitation. Alcohol causes lower inhibitions. It causes changes in personalities, can cause memory loss and confusion, all of which can be a terrible combination when mixed with sex.
1: Very true. And listen, we know we're never going to remove alcohol and sex, but we can do a better job about teaching our kids about moderation and definitely about boundaries. One of those boundaries is that consent is not forever. Someone can give consent and then later withdraw it or even not be capable of continuing to consent because they drank too much. And part of that is we need to recognize the cues and the
0: signs of what incapacitation looks like. There's a great video, you can find it on YouTube. It's uh, Tea Consent, and it talks about consent.
1: They might say, yes, please, that's kind of you. And then when the tea arrives, they actually don't want the tea at all. Sure, that's kind of annoying as you've gone to all the effort of making the tea, but they remain under no obligation to drink the tea. They did want tea, now they don't. Some people change their mind in the time it takes to boil the kettle, brew the tea, and add the milk. And it's okay for people to change their mind, and you are still not entitled to watch them drink it. And if they're unconscious, don't make them tea. Unconscious people don't want tea, and they can't answer the question, do you want tea, because they're unconscious. Okay, maybe they were conscious when you asked them if they wanted tea, and they said yes, but in the time it took you to boil the kettle or brew the tea and add the milk, they're now unconscious. You should just put the tea down. Make sure the unconscious person is safe. And this is the important part again. Don't make them drink the tea. I love that video and it seems so intuitive when you talk about tea and yet our country still hasn't translated it into sex. You're absolutely correct. And when we talk about not translating
0: it to sex, think how often we use, oh, she was asking for it or she shouldn't have gone to that party or he shouldn't have gotten so drunk. We put the blame on the victim or we try to excuse or justify the perpetrator. So we have a lot of work to do. When it comes to understanding consent it's about education at the primary and secondary level we highly encourage you to look into what your school board requires with regard to consent
1: absolutely and we need to talk to our kids as well you know they need to understand consent and we gave some good resources on our last podcast but they need to understand about giving and receiving to consent Uh, we also want to talk to them about safe drinking uh, when they're away at college because we know they're going to drink so we want to make sure that they're doing it safely Absolutely. Not just
0: for safe drinking for them, but also on how they're looking out for their friends. You know, kind of using the same mentality of never leave a man behind. Make sure that if the friend that you are with becomes so incapacitated, that you're not leaving them alone with other people, that you're not putting them in a room and forgetting about them. And even conversations about how to be safe with rideshare programs, especially
1: when somebody's incapacitated. Absolutely. I mean, we've both prosecuted cases involving Lyft and Uber. And, and let's just say this, both of those companies, they act as independent contractors and they are always willing to cooperate with law enforcement. But we don't know the people that you're putting um, your friend in the car with. And those cases are scary. Um, they're scary for the victim and they're scary for us. And so please, please do not put an incapacitated person alone in a ride chair. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Thank you so much for joining us on the No Gray Zone podcast. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe. And check out our social media for tips and more information at
0: No Gray Zone RRC on Twitter and Instagram and No Gray Zone at Facebook. There are no excuses when it comes to sexual assault or not having the right
1: response when it comes to sexual harassment. Thanks for listening. This has been No Gray Zone podcast.
0: I'm just good. I'm just good at caring to